to Brewery Society Beers episode number 19 of Brutal Battle. So for this one, yes, we're going to do three beers, or not we, I am going to do three beers, but Rebecca picked one of the first two beers, I picked one of the first two beers, and then the third one will probably be decided by both of us jointly because I am recording this, at least the first two beers of this, uh, when Rebecca is here. But uh, given her a bit of a break, and we will be drinking these beers together right afterwards. So the first one, I'm starting off with a sour. Now this is not, to the best of my memory, a hoarder's exclusive beer. So, I, and the second one I believe was not either. So I'll try to make the third one a hoarder's exclusive beer, and I have some in mind for that one. But the first one is a sour. Now, it's a variant of a sour I've haven't had in the past, but I don't believe I've had that beer on the podcast before. So, in the past when I had the regular version of this beer, I was a big fan of it. I thought it was very tasty. It's been many years since, and I saw this variant, and I was like, well, I like the original. With this new edition, sounds even more amazing. So this is in a 750 milliliter bottle, and this is their Sans Page, spelled P-A-G-A-I-E. It is an oak-aged sour blonde ale with cherries and Tahitian vanilla beans. So the Tahitian vanilla beans is the addition to that base beer I was talking about. It is 6.9% by uh, alcohol by volume, and I will read the flavor text on the back after I evaluate. Hoping for awesome things with this beer. Because like I said, I really enjoyed the base beer before. Oh, and this uh, age-wise is about, actually, almost exactly a year in the bottle from when I, for when I'm recording it. So anyway, looks nice and pinkish, pinkish-reddish color. A little, little bit of haziness in it, but I can see through it for the most part. Swirling it up. Uh, decent, like, larger size bubbles. Larger and medium and small, but mainly larger bubbles hanging out on top. Ooh, it's got that very distinct sour funkiness going on in the nose. Ooh, a little bit of, like, a pencil shaving note on the nose, which I get with a decent amount of the sours from the brewery. Definitely getting the cherries. Definitely getting that, you know, sour lemon snap that you get with a lot of these strongly sour beers, which the brewery sours, or sorry, specifically Brewery Teru, their sours usually are pretty sour. Not really. There is a bit of like a softness to the cherry note that I don't remember there being in the regular Sans Pege, so I'm assuming that's where the vanilla beans are coming into play in the nose. I couldn't tell you I specifically pull out vanilla in the, sm in the smell, though. Hoping for it in the taste. But it's relatively light-seeming on the nose while being relatively sour and fruity, and it just smells really good. So I'm going to go in. Yep, very significant sourness going on at first. Gotta let my palate acclimate to this, but... I got a very nice blast of vanilla immediately on that first sip, which is pretty impressive, considering that typically with a first sip with these sours, it's usually just that lemony sour just dominating your palate. So for the vanilla to actually come through lets me know that most likely once I get more sips into this, that vanilla is going to be really, really nice. But take a few more sips. Definitely tasting the cherry. 
Definitely tasting the vanilla coming together with it. This is very tasty. A lot of lemony sourness to it as well. Bit of a funkiness on the finish, like you obviously get from sour beers. And a little bit of that pencil shaving type flavor. The note that I was getting in the nose that I was saying is pencil shaving is coming through in the flavor as well. And I'm fine with that. Totally good with it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. This is really nice. And as I've had just now my third sip of it, the perception of that sourness is starting to come down a little bit because my palate's acclimating to the sourness more. And I'm getting this very nice marriage of like the lemony sour with the cherry fruitiness and that nice kind of soft but flavorful vanilla bean. It's really good. I'm I'm a big fan of this one. This one's really, really tasty. Uh, one of the one of the better uh, sours I've had from the brewery in quite some time. And I usually like almost all their stuff to, to varying degrees. But this is probably one of the best sours I've had from them recently. Okay, so going to put that one aside for now. And, oh, I almost forgot. I got to read the uh, flavor text on the back. Uh, Sans Page translates to without a paddle and is our take on the Belgian-style Creek, a sour blonde ale aged in barrels with cherries. The base beer has a subtle funk that melds gently with the fruit while the vanilla layers on top for a soft finish. Tantalize your taste buds with notes reminiscent of coconut, vanilla yogurt, and of course, fresh cherries. Yeah, yeah. Well written. Definitely tasty like they say. All right, so now transitioning to the second beer. Now this is a format change. This one is a 16 ounce beer, and this is much higher in ABV than the first one, about double. Uh, and this is a collaboration beer in collaboration with The Answer. And The Answer is out of Richmond, Virginia. Uh, and this beer is called The Bonancer. You see what they did there with the title? Uh-huh. And it is a bourbon barrel-aged imperial stout with bananas, milk sugar, Madagascar vanilla beans, cacao nibs, cocoa powder, and walnuts. So a lot going into this one. Oh, and the ABV is 13.1% which is quite high, but when you consider it's a brewery beer that's barrel-aged, that's actually on the lower end for their barrel-aged beers, which is crazy to say. Now, this one's actually only been in the can for not even six months. What is that? Like four months. So four months in the can. Um, yeah, so relative, relatively new beer. Um a lot going on in here. The, what I'm most interested to find out is how are these walnuts integrated into the beer? Because if you've been listening to our podcast enough, you know, whenever we talk about nuts showing up in beers, a lot of the times we don't pick them up. Sometimes we'll get them in the smell, but it's really hard to get them in the flavor. So we'll see with this one. Oh, and Rebecca chose this one because there's a Maryland uh, beer drinkers group that we're in on Facebook, and someone had posted a bunch of beers that they shared in a in a group tasting, and the bonanza was in the bonanza was in there, and someone said that it was really really good. All right, so immediately the carbonation's a little odd on this because it's got a kind of soda carbonation where it pops up very robustly and then it like fizzles away really quick so that's kind of odd don't know what that's going to end up meaning if anything uh looking pretty dark obviously it just looks like an imperial stout looks like it might be a bit over carbonated unfortunately but we'll find out 
on the nose. There's something in the nose I'm not liking. I'm getting that definite like dark chocolate that you would assume you're going to end up getting from a bourbon barrel aged imperial stout. I'm trying to pin down what that one thing is. There's something particular I'm not enjoying in this nose. But it's got a creaminess to it. I am perceiving some of the banana, but it's not super strong, which for me personally is totally fine because I typically don't really like banana or banana flavoring in things. I feel like I am getting a slight walnutiness and a little bit of the bourbon character that's going along with some vanilla in there, maybe a little bit of caramel on top of the vanilla. Soy sauce. Okay, that's what that that note that one note is. That's kind of weird in combination with the other notes in the nose. There is a pretty strong soy saucy note that's going together very oddly with the rest of the uh, of the smells on this. And uh, I hope that's not translating to the flavor, but we'll see. Anyway, I'm gonna go in. Smells okay. It's very sweet. It's very thick, too. It really just kind of, like, coats my whole mouth in just, like, this creamy thickness. Lots and lots of chocolate to it. It's like a mixture of dark chocolate and milk chocolate. Uh, obviously, like, the cacao and the cocoa coming together in it. So it totally makes sense. There's definitely banana to it, but the banana's not super strong. And I thought it would be stronger than what it is, basically, because it's called the Bonancer. But very, very, very chocolatey. That's kind of the main thing. Super chocolatey, pretty sweet. Little bit of the walnut, too, actually. On that, on that last sip right there, I am getting a little bit of walnut on the end of each of my sips. And there's also that kind of like protein-y mouthfeel that you can end up getting uh, from beers that have actual nuts in them because of those proteins from the nuts. Um, so overall, I mean, I do like it. It is, it is pretty solid. One more sip. There's a bit of like a woody oakiness in there as well, but... The primary thing that you get on every single sip of it is it's super, super chocolatey. Yes, there are other flavors, but I really do think that that combination of dark and milk chocolate coming together is very dominant with the beer. I'm interested to see if that changes a little bit as it warms up even more, but this has actually been sitting out for maybe about a half an hour or so, so it's at a good temperature where all the flavors should really be coming out, but then again, you never know as it warms up even more, but... Um, good, I do like it, but obviously I am liking the Sans Paget Vanilla much, much more, but still a solid beer. And if you're big into just, like, very boozy, chocolatey stouts, then maybe this is the one for you. Uh, but anyway, alright, that said, let's go ahead and move to the third and final beer. And that beer is called Chaucer's Chalice. It's in a 750 milliliter bottle. And it's something very different for what the brewery typically does. And I do believe that this is a Hoarders exclusive. Now, this one was just from the 2021 releases. And this is a bourbon barrel aged honey ale. That's it. Nothing additional added. Bourbon barrel aged honey ale. 
It is 18.9% alcohol. Now, I have never had a honey ale from the brewery, so this should be quite interesting. And at that level of ABV, should be even more interesting. Let's get into it. So, pouring it, as I assume because it's honey, it looks very orangey-brown in color. Just rolling it up, there's a decent amount of legs just kind of coming down the side. It really does stick to the sides of the glass. Not a whole lot of carbonation to this. Um, typically, like honey, um, honey ales or mead, as they're typically called, uh, are kind of thick and viscous because of the nature of the honey that's been fermented. And that definitely looks a bit more thick and viscous. All right. Well, it smells sweet, as you would assume from a honey ale. Yeah, I mean, it it doesn't taste. I haven't tasted it. I have not tasted it yet. It smells very much like honey with some of those nice bourbon notes. Now, there's a nice kind of uh, carameliness on there. There's a nice kind of roastiness from, like, the char of the bourbon barrel. There's a nice, um, in addition to the caramel, a nice kind of vanilla. There's a decent amount of wood character that's in there from the bourbon. You really do smell the bourbon quite a bit. It's just kind of like a sweeter, softer bourbon, basically, on the nose. All right, going to go in for the taste. Ooh, it is very syrupy. Yeah, because of the honey, the nature of the honey, it is very syrupy. It is very viscous. So much body to it. Man, that is thick. Very honey-driven, but weirdly enough, it's not crazy sweet. There is a sweetness to it, but it's not nearly what you would think. Now, I'm assuming that's because of what the bourbon barrel has done to it, and it has imparted these notes of caramel, of vanilla, of that kind of char along with the wood. It is pretty nice. Hmm. That's pretty good. For something that I was like, what is this going to be like? It's pretty good. I will say that... I would like the ABV to be a lot lower because it's very perceptible. You're definitely tasting that it's a super high ABV beer. Uh, it does have a decent alcohol heat to it, and you are getting a bit of an astringency in the flavor. So, yeah, I mean, you can tell. It's solid, though, for what it is. Okay, so... Now I'm just going to rank these, and I'm not going to do my thing at the end like I've usually been doing for these episodes where I give you the top 10 all, all time of these episodes. I'll, I'll do that every now and then for these, but doing it every time, I just don't think people need it, especially if there's no change in those rankings, and at the moment there's no change in those rankings. My number three for this episode is actually sadly going to be the Chaucer's Chalice. I was hoping this would be something that really caught me by surprise and I enjoyed a lot, but... Bourbon Barrel H Honey Ale, it's a little too simplistic for me. The ABV's way too high, in my opinion. Uh, I'll read you the back of it, though. People of the court, hear ye. We truly enjoy exploring traditional styles through modern crafting, and this Braggot-style ale is a uniquely sweet reward. Our brewers called on honey to guide fermentation before aging this ale for over 12 months in hand-selected bourbon barrels, producing a sticky, honey-sweetness Swirling prominently among hints of caramel, spice, and oak character. Raise a glass of Chaucer's Chalice. Huzzah. Yeah. So sorry, that's my number three. My number two for this episode is the Bonancer. 
the bourbon barrel aged imperial stout with bananas, milk sugar, Madagascar vanilla beans, cacao nibs, cocoa powder, and walnuts. Pretty solid beer. I was into that. And obviously that leaves number one. As the sans page with vanilla, that's the oak aged sour blonde ale with cherries and Tahitian vanilla beans. I ended up drinking this one basically all myself for the most part. Uh, I actually did the whole uh, wine vacuum thing in the bottle and kept it for a few days and just had a little bit here and there because you don't have to drink an entire 750 milliliter bottle at once. If you have a wine vacuum, you can stretch it out because it, it doesn't taste exactly the same, but it tastes pretty close. Anyway, that is the episode. Um, I'm excited to see where I go with more of these episodes because we're still getting more and more interesting looking beers from the brewery. I already have some ideas on what I want to do next. Uh, do us a favor, do the social medias, do word of mouth, rate us and review us, send us an email, brewtobattlepodcast at gmail.com, all that good stuff. And until next time, keep it brutal. Brutal.